0: Awesome. So let's do it. Uh, Welcome to episode 132 of Together BHA. Uh, My name is Josh, as always, um, and I am your host for this episode uh we haven't had an episode with a guest in a while so if anybody would like to be a guest a proper full-time all the way through the episode guest uh please do reach out and let me know i would love to have you on for that last game of the season uh more the merrier so if two or three of you want to come on uh that is great as well um so yeah please do pop in if you would like to um the door is always open um, in terms of today, uh, I will be posting the, uh, the zoom link, uh, to join as well. If you would like to, uh, towards the end of the pod, if you'd like to hop on and talk about pretty much anything you want, really open, open forum. Um, so yeah, pop on if you would like to, um, let's start with the, with the news that we've had come out this week before we get to the West Ham game, uh, Bisuma. Basuma the rumors are in full swing uh, and there's actually a really great video uh, on him on the website and Twitter as well. Uh, it's about five minutes long um, and it's it's a great watch uh, it kind of covers his entire life um, from the beginning when he was a kid uh, in Africa to where he is now. Um, it feels suspiciously like a goodbye video um, like a look how much we' like, look how much we love him kind of thing um it's kind of got me not suspicious because i already think he's leaving uh but it definitely makes me think he may well be fully on his way already um you know I, we already know that teams like manchester united arsenal even teams across the pond uh in uh, across the channel uh it's spain and and elsewhere it's keeping an eye on him so it's a matter of time uh, until basuma is off but the video is well worth watching it's a great watch and i would recommend that you all you know, make some time to watch it. It's only five minutes, but it's, it's really good. Um, in other news, season tickets for next season, uh, general sale is now available for season tickets. I remember a couple of years ago there were like a line, like a list of like 8,000 people. Um, the pandemic has had a massive impact on that obviously, Um, For those of you that haven't got a season ticket or maybe used to and and have had to kind of, you know, drop that privilege. um, You know, there's a lot of you clearly uh, that have dropped off that list that were on it a year and a half ago. Uh, So, you know, it's going to be a good opportunity for those who can uh, can afford it next year to go get and get those season tickets that are on general sale. Um, But. You know, the club aren't stupid. Nobody's stupid. Uh, that pandemic has absolutely trashed people. Um, so, you know, it's one of those things that that was bound to happen. Um, if not, it's not particularly going to be difficult, I think, once the football comes back in August, September to uh, to sell out the Amex every week, like we tend to, uh, or at least fill it almost entirely. So um, hopefully, you know, those who have been on that list or, or never even bothered getting on the list have had a chance to to snap one of them up on general sale as well. The Women's Super League is also a story. Uh, That finished this week, um, and the Albion finished on a win. Uh, They beat the relegated Bristol City team 3-1, and they actually finished 6th overall in the league uh for those of you who are not up to their uh women's football knowledge or care um there are 12 teams in that division in the top division um and we finished six so we were pretty much bang on mid-table um the only teams above the albion generally are the teams that are those teams that are just massive uh you know your chelsea's your arsenal's your manchester cities that have put in an insane amount of money uh, or there have been, you know, long-standing teams like Arsenal. Um, Chelsea, Arsenal, Manchester City, Manchester United, you know, those top four were just miles ahead of everybody else. Uh, 57 points, 55, 48, 47. Um, and then you have to drop all the way down to 32 to get to the next team in Everton in fifth, uh, and they were only five points clear of us. Um, so there was, there's generally a... Uh, for. I'm all about women's football. I'm all about, you know, getting people involved in it. I don't watch a ton of it myself, but, you know, it's a good avenue for people to get into the football, especially if they're not into the men's stuff. Uh, But it must be tough to watch, I'll be honest, um, in terms of watching the Premier League week after week. Um, You know, just looking at the league table, there's a very clear three-way divide here. Um, You know, from 8th to 12th, uh, you've got five teams that are no higher than 18 points And then the middle of the table, you've got 5th, 6th and 7th with Everton, Albion and Reading uh, that are on 32, 27 and 24. Uh, They're pretty clear of that bottom chunk, but they're nowhere near the top. Um, You know, just how competitive is that league? I know that Chelsea only lost one game this season and that was to the Albion. So, you know, on occasion, crazy things can happen. Uh, But when you play 22 games in a season as Chelsea, for example, it won the league and you only concede 10 goals in 22 games, uh, you know, there's got to be questions had about the competitiveness of it. um, And, and, you know, just how worth it, it is to get too deeply invested. Um, If the, if the teams, you know, are so far ahead, it's almost kind of like the, the, the the super league that was, that was thrown out there. Um, In terms of, the middle of the season, at the end of the season, rather, transfer window. Um, A lot of people were having a bit of a panic or a very unhappy moment in the middle of the uh, week. Graham Potter came out and he said, and it's important to read what he said. He said, one thing I would say is that I am happy with this group. It is not like I can sit here and say this group is at its maximum and they can't get better. They can, and that is what is exciting for us. I am not desperate for the transfer window to open, but the job of a football club, when it does, to look and see ways to improve and strengthen the group, we will be no different at that time. A lot of people only read the first half and was like, "Grandpa I said that he doesn't want to sign anybody in the window." Not true. He's giving a very political answer, as you would expect. Um, I saw somebody, a journalist, even with a blue check mark on Twitter, questioning Brighton's ambition um and i responded to him and i said what do you expect potter to say you know he can't exactly come out and say yeah actually i can't wait for the transfer window to open there's some absolute deadwood i can't wait to get rid of and there's some people that you know aren't good enough i would also love to reinforce my striking options because the ones i've got can't hit a barn door you imagine if a manager said that he wouldn't be in a job for very long would he you know like what do you expect him to say of course, he's going to say he's happy with what he's got because that's what he's been provided. And of course, he's not going to say the things like that because that would be outrageous, you know? So it's just one of those things for me. It was just a very non, non-issue non answer. I don't think there was really anything that came from that conversation. Um, to me, it's just the same political answer he's given every transfer window. I'm happy with what I've got, but the club will do their job in the window and look for players. Yeah, of course we will. And if we have the outgoings that I suspect we're probably gonna have, uh, which we'll go over at the end of the season review, you know, we're probably gonna be looking at having a hundred million pound in in profit at the end of the season. Um, you know, Besuma, who uh, you know, is no secret that I suspect he's almost definitely gone, is gonna be a huge chunk of that hundred million. Um, but you know, it's it, if we don't reinvest that, we're I mean, what's the point in being a Premier League team? So of course we're gonna look to reinvest it. We've got to. So it's just such a strange thing to get worked up about um, thinking that we're not going to try and sign anybody from reading the first part of that sentence. Of course we will. Um, I think you need to just chill out, get to the end of the season and see what the Albion can do. you got to remember the Euros are also taking place. So there will be some players if we are looking at them that may not be available yet because of the Euros. Uh, luckily for us, Paul Onuachu uh, is Nigerian. Um, so he will be available and ready to talk with us as soon as we're ready. Um, I'm sure, you know, that, that, Tony has seen my my weekly propaganda tweets uh, and is all over it. So luckily for us, he is Nigerian and won't be making an appearance at the Euros, so he should be good to go. On to the game itself. Uh, You know, it was, I watched the game on Friday between City and Newcastle, um, and it was a great example of pressure off football. Um, You know, West Ham were one of the few teams that needed something going into this final stretch. There's really nothing else left to play for in the league. I know that the positions in the league are worth 2 million a pop, um, but for the most part, you know, most teams have nothing really to play for other than an extra 2 million in the bank. Um, This was never going to be a Newcastle City, uh, sadly, when West Ham United were still desperately in the hunt for European football. They still are, even though they're not really in the Champions League hunt anymore um they're still desperately in in the hunt for the rest of it so you know they were they were well up for it you knew that they were going to come uh, and, and try and get some results um in terms of the lineup obviously dunk and mopai were out as you would expect both suspended um dunk will be back before the end of the season mopai i'm not sure on uh, if anybody in the chat can tell me what the what the update on that was was it a four game ban three game ban, two game um i'm not sure what that ended up being i know there was an appeal Um, I didn't see anything, uh, but I was also really busy at the end of the week. So if anybody else knows, uh, drop it in the chat and let me know whether, uh, whether Mopi's, what what Mopi's band looks like, um, Alzate came in back into the team, uh, and and Yakumoto came back into the team. Steven Alzate, uh, good to have him back. Um, he's not in my player review, so let's do it now. Uh, he looked good. He looked fit, which is important. Um, I'm surprised he didn't play at right wing back when I saw him come in, I thought he would. Um, but the main thing is, is he looks, he looks back and looks fit. Um, I I truly, truly believe he was one of those players hammered by long COVID like Havertz was. Um, I know I've said this like eight times over the last six Christmas, I think. But I'm convinced he was um, because the the absence generally in the squad for him was very unusual. um, And he's clearly a great player. So he was back in the squad, back in the team. um, And I'm really glad to see him back. He did a good job yesterday. He looked very good. He looked very comfortable, um, and he didn't look absolutely shattered after 20 minutes like he did in the past. Um, the only thing I will say, like I said, is I'm surprised he didn't play right wing back. Um, and Doné was in the squad. Uh, one of those surprise inclusions, he went off with a hamstring injury in the under-23s game uh, a couple of weeks ago, and we all thought, you know, boy, well, he's come back too soon, and now he's on the the bench for the squad. So I'm not sure what that was all about. Um, Is and Veltman totally out the squad? Uh, and Lalana was back on the bench, so good to see him back. Um, he's one of those players that you know when he's fit, we need to be playing him. Um, but unfortunately, he wasn't quite ready. In terms of overall match stats, it was honestly pretty much what I said earlier. There was there was one team that were really going for the for the result, hammer and tongs, and the other one was playing pressure off football. Uh, We ended with with 51% possession to us. Um, It was a very tight game, as you would expect from playing a team needing something. Uh, We had 10 shots to their 15, um, which, you know, obviously looks like West Ham absolutely hammered it. But the stat that always counts for me... Uh, and more than anything else, is shots on target, um, both teams hit a 20% success rate there. Um, only two out of our 10 shots were on target, and only three out of their 15 were on target and working the keeper. So, you know, in the grand scheme of things, they were pretty even all ends up. Um, West Ham United dominated off target shooting. They were very wayward with their shots um, and, and now being dominated block shots. Uh, there was a lot of shots on the edge of the area. Um, and it comes from, the build-up play we put in, right, we allow teams to put more and more bodies behind the ball. um, And that's what happened. They blocked a lot of shots off of us, uh, long range. Um, Three corners, a piece, uh, thank God, um, because West Ham United are the best team in the league from set pieces. Uh, You know, Socek and friends are absolutely brutal. Um, They have some great set piece takers. Um, So, you know, it was one of those games where I thought the more set pieces we can limit, the better. Uh, and the Albion did a superb job at doing that. You know, we didn't give away really foolish free kicks in really dangerous areas, grew up very often um, and only the three corners. So we did a good job um, in terms of what the stats consider, st- statisticians consider big chances. Uh, Albion had two of them. Um, West Ham United had three uh, and, and we missed one of the two because obviously the goal was considered one and they missed all three of their big chances. Um, The Ben Rama one was not considered a big chance because it was just a great goal. Um, Overall, obviously, West Ham United edged it. They created the better chances according to the XG gods for once. Um, And we're clearly, the team still chasing something. Um, But, you know, once again, there's there's a lot of times where teams play slightly better or slightly edge everything. And you think, yeah, on a basis, they probably deserved it. But once again, the Albion let themselves down. Uh, never once did we look I know I know it says that they had three big chances and they missed all three um but we never once looked in like crazy bad danger um until we scored um as soon as we score we go to absolute pot. I don't know what it is uh, that that makes this a thing mentality wise um but that is now 25 points dropped from winning positions. that is a league high. By miles, you know, there are clearly two major areas for us to improve next season. If we intend to improve, uh, these have to be hit on. Um, Regardless of transfers in and out, uh, you know, the two things we need to work on as a team, score more than one goal so that we have a cushion. Simply so important. Top 10 teams do that. Leeds have been doing that. Villa do that. Everton do that. All the big six you know, these these Chelsea's and Manchester Cities and Manchester uniteds as they do that um, and then have the resilience to hold on to a tight lead if necessary. Top 10 teams do that. Top 10 teams are better than us by miles at seeing out tight leads. Um, you know, if we just had 12 points of those 25 we've dropped, if we just had 12 points in our pocket, we'd still be in the top six for top for the for the points dropped. So we'd still have loads of points dropped but we'd be 11th in the table and in the 50s. You know, we are it's so plain to see where we need to work on. And it doesn't matter which one um you know it doesn't matter which one you focus on. Both of them come to the end. Like you know, I think more important than ever is is scoring more than one goal. Because if you score more than one goal, then you're on your way. And it's so, we're so close to being there. So it's one of those things. Um, Potter is not an idiot. He's he's a very 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 smart individual. Um, if I can see it and you can see it, these two areas that we really struggle on, there's no doubt he can um and and he will be working overtime in the summer to to make sure that the, the players can t- can achieve those changes uh and and we bring in the correct players to to help them do it um in terms of the players uh themselves um the good and the bad uh, i'll start with the good because that's always better um the entire back three honestly um i'm not sure how you lot felt watching who are watching the stream right now but you know, I thought Webster came back with an absolute bang this week. Um, he'd looked off in recent weeks. He looked slightly not quite just just not as sharp as he could be since his return. Um, but man, he stepped up yesterday without Lewis in that defense. Um, he won 100 percent of his attempted tackles, uh, four blocks, two interceptions and seven clearances. Uh, I thought he looked very assured. He made some brilliant bursting runs. Um, through the through the midfield and even into the final third, um, he looked like he was just about back to where he you know where he started um, before his injury. And uh, his partner in crime Ben White also smashed it. Five blocks, a sixty two point five percent success rate in pressures on the ball, which was more than anyone else. Uh, with Webster the only one close behind him in the forty percent. Uh, two interceptions, two clearances. Uh, he was all over it. And then finally, Dan Byrne, who stepped into that back three, um, he got two tackles, five interceptions, six clearances, a blocked shot, which was an all-important clearance off the line. Um, You know, all three of them put in a great shift yesterday. Uh, I thought they were superb. And, you know, yes, we conceded the goal, uh, but I don't think that, you know, it it was a great shot from outside the box from Ben Rama. I don't think that you can blame any of those three. Um, and for the rest of it, I thought they looked very assured. Um, you know, obviously, Lewis Dunk is is Captain Fantastic, and we want him back as soon as possible. But, you know, we're in good hands with the players that we've got. Um, and to think that, you know, we've also got Matt Clark on loan, Ostergaard on loan, who are all excellent players as well. Um, Ali Reza, Jahan Uh Honestly, he smashed it, didn't he? Um, I thought he looked dangerous, uh, very much good enough to be part of the eleven. Um, And honestly, he's the most frustrating player in the team. Um, With a run of games, I do think he could still do something for us. Just will we give him another year or try and cash in now? It's so tough, I think, because he works hard, he plays hard, but he just finds himself out of the squad all the time. And this is two different managers that have put him out of the squad. So it's not a coincidence. You know, Hewton left him out and Potter has left him out extensively you know it's tough because there's clearly something there um he and well both with a 0.3 xg uh, he had a 0.2 xa uh, generally the best player on the pitch from an offensive perspective when it comes to the stats um and you know he was unfortunate not to get something from the game but he uh, he's a he's a tough one to, to i don't know what do you do with a razor um because when he plays he looks like he could do something special um but just he's not playing enough, which means he's not doing well enough in the, in the background in training. Basuma um, also stood out as usual, as always, he was excellent. Um, the more you watch him specifically, the more you realize just how much better than anyone else he can be. Um, he was the best player on the pitch yesterday. Uh, he beyond frustrated Lingard, even after taking the booking out in like 17 minutes, he continued to have Lingard in his pocket. Um, He was just superb. He won the ball back all the time, passed the ball away excellently. He looked comfortable on the ball. Um, Whoever he goes to is going to be a very lucky team, um, and he should be their first name on the team sheet if they they intend on signing him for the money they're going to have to pay. Um, I just thought he was superb yesterday. And then Percy Tao. He looked much fitter, looked well up for it, Um, stronger, looked better, uh, two key passes he was on the pitch for 20 minutes and had, and led the team in xa which is expected assists uh and got that huge assist right um what an unbelievably good pass that was uh he was all over that front three um well done percy you know he came on he looked dangerous and he got us the goal um and, and welbeck wasn't particularly effective for the entire game but that's why you play him right Uh, If you don't have better striking options available, Welbeck is one of those players that is going to be available, you know, all the way through the game um, and is going to put himself in a position to score a goal sooner or later. Um, And he did, you know, do I think he's the answer long-term? No, Uh, but he put that ball away very comfortably yesterday. Tao played the pass beautifully. Um, I would love to see Percy get a bit more game time uh, as the, as the season comes to an end. Um, And if I had to replace him, uh, it would be Trossard for me, you know, Trossard. I thought yesterday had a total off day, very ineffective, um, had a team leading amount of shots, but didn't get any of them on goal. He didn't create, didn't create much at all. Um, he was, you know, what fifth, I think, I think on XA, um, he looked off it all day. Maybe he was the one that was well marshaled by Declan Rice. You know, maybe he was, maybe that's what it was. Um, but on the whole, I thought Trossard was very poor yesterday. I think generally his number 10 role that he has been playing recently, he looks better in it, uh, than on the wing, but he just was very disappointed yesterday. Um, and you know, I think if anybody could do with the rest, uh, and and bringing in somebody like Percy Tao, Trossard would be a light for light replacement in my opinion. Uh, Jakob Moda, honestly, I forgot he was playing a lot of the time. Um, and that's never a good sign, right? Um, you know, I think that when you forget someone's on the pitch and they are not a goalkeeper, I think it's a bad sign. Um, and a ref, I suppose. Um, I thought he was not not good, not great, not terrible. Um, you know, I thought he was bang average. Uh, I just thought he didn't really do a great deal. Um, Ryan in the chat said he forgot welbet was playing first half, and I agree. Um, I'm not going to – he's not – Welbeck is nowhere near the same class as Murray when it comes to finishing and scoring goals, uh, despite the fact that he scored his 50th Premier League goal yesterday. And he's obviously a good player, but he's that's why you kind of have to play Welbeck when you don't have better options, uh, because he will always be in a position where he can score goals, um, and that's the same as Mori. The only difference is, is Welbeck needs two or three tries, where Mori only tends to need the one. But that's why he's on the pitch, Right. We, uh, we have to give him those chances, and, and Tao fed him perfectly. Um, and unfortunately, Pascal Gross makes the bad list. Um, he once again looked pretty uncomfortable in that right wing-back spot, in my opinion. Um, he was given a proper headache by Cresswell. Uh, it just just doesn't seem to be working out for him at right wing-back some weeks. Um, you know, I think that we obviously game plan to try and shut down these players and, and stop him from being attacked too desperately on that right side. Um, and obviously he is, you know, way back on the list of people that we would want to be playing right wing back. We've got Lamptey out. We've got Veltman out. Um, you know, we're having to have Ben White cover in the middle because Donkey's out. Um, so, you know, he, he's, he's having to play that right wing back role kind of as a, as a last gasp defense. Um, but he looks just so much better in central midfield. He looked totally out of his depth yesterday playing against an offensive fullback as good as Cresswell can be. Um, and he was given a bit of a tough time of it. Uh, he won't be wanting to revisit that kind of performance again anytime soon. Um, you know, I thought, on the whole, it was a good game. We played okay against a team that are fifth in the division that are going for Europe, that had something still to play for. But once again, we let, we beat ourselves almost. Again, I know we didn't lose, but, you know, we, we took two points away from ourselves with the, with the backs to the wall unresilient defending that we had going on in that final, you know, five or six minutes after scoring the, what should have been the winner. Um, City and Arsenal were the final two games. Uh, those two are very much pressure off games for both teams. So I expect them to be quite entertaining. Um, you know, I, I think that it's going to be one of those. It's going to be more about the occasion than the game. Uh, both teams, both games will have fans. So we love that um it's me sal uh said considering no dunk defense was pretty good up until that goal uh and and i agree with you um yeah i mean that's why for me almost my entire man of the match was the entire back three um i thought they were superb all the way through even after the goal uh and and the ben rama shot i I can't think i can't really blame webster white or burn um you know they did their job it was just a good rebound and a great goal um so yeah I, for me i don't think the defense was to blame uh, i think they did a really good job and uh, thank you for pointing that out south because i was going to bring that up um so Sal puts that in the chat It's he says it's a shame uh, because southgate was in the stands yesterday uh when dunk isn't playing and honestly let's all be honest he's probably there just solely for west ham he probably didn't even look at a blue shirt Uh, He's there to watch Declan Rice, most likely, and and Jesse Lingard and (coughs) players like that. But it was quite funny to consider, you know, and it's not just Albion fans, right? Like TalkSport, Five Live, Sky Sports, all these correspondents, all these analysts, you know, pundits, Gary Neville, Carragher, Shearer, all these other people on the the radio and stuff. Every single one of them puts Lewis Dunk in the conversation to be in the England on the plane in England for the Euros. Every single one of them has them in, in their list or at least in the conversation. And it doesn't look like Gareth has him even in his brain. It looks like he just has a total Brighton blank. And it's so bizarre to me that why even should, like it's just It does seem like a bit of a piss take that he decided to finally show his face on the, at the Amex. Probably, what, for the first time this season, I reckon, uh, when Dunk was banned. It did feel just the hype of outrageous um in terms of the sal you said do you think he's scared of the blowback from the media if he chooses dunk for england what do you what do you think the the blowback would be from the media do you think that why why do you think there would be a blowback in general Maguire's out he's injured he might not be able to make it cody has, has shown himself to be utterly shown up in the last couple of weeks so he's not good enough um Keane has been like bang average in terms of being a good premier, premier uh, England defender. What do you uh what do you think the media would be blown back on? Maybe uh, because he's picking from a team battling relegation. I mean, it's a uh, yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. Um it could be that. Uh but you know, Gareth always said that he would um he would always pick on form. And unfortunately, since the World Cup where we had the unbelievably good world cup. He stopped doing that ever since then for some bizarre reason. Um, I'm not sure why that is, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but were uh, wasn't Sam Johnston in the, in the England squad the last couple of weeks, uh, a couple of weeks ago when he came in, i think Sam Johnston was in the squad, um, which then also, you know, he's, they've been relegated and they've conceded 68 goals this season, uh, more than any other team in the division. Um, So, I think, and I'm pretty sure he was in the England squad uh, this last call up. He was one of the three keepers selected. Um, So, while I kind of understand the idea of us being a relegation battling team, you know, he's not afraid to pick players down there. Um, And it's just bizarre to me. They're clearly a team that play in a way that Gareth would want England to play, right? Like, we play in a way that there's no way Gareth can say, I don't want England to play like that. Because it's sort of bollocks. Of course he wants us to play like that. Um we play in a back four and a back three all the time. We can do either. Um yeah, it's just very strange to me. Um we aren't likely to get anything Tuesday against City. Um Newcastle gave it a hell of a go on Friday, but they weren't quite able to. Um, but you know Those going, enjoy the return to the Amex. It's a small wetting of the appetite for next season where I think we're probably going to get that full stadium back. Cheer the team on, enjoy the occasion, um, and sing Bisuma's song a lot. Uh, You are likely to be the last 8,000 fans to be able to do it in earshot of him before he leaves in a blue shirt. Um, I suspect that the next time... Most Albion fans in the flesh get to see it or be when another team visits the Amex or we go to theirs. Um, so, yeah, keep an eye out for him um, and just enjoy the moment. You know, we've uh, we've worked hard. We've quarantined when asked. We've got vaccinated. We've wore masks when we've been asked to wear them. Uh, you know, we've not seen loved ones when we've been asked not to. Uh, we've followed the instructions. We've followed the rules. We've followed the guidance. And, you know, now, slowly but surely, people are starting to be able to enjoy the fruits of that labour. Um, and please do just go there and enjoy yourselves. Just have a good time and cheer the team on. Even if we get stuffed 6-0, who cares? We're safe. It's the champions of England that are coming visiting and just enjoy the day. Um, that is everything from me. I will be back midweek for the city review. Um, I would love to have any fans that were able to go on the show. Uh, So anybody listening, if you are planning on going to the game, uh, please do. If you would like to come on, get in touch. I would love to do uh, any fans really just come on and tell us, tell us about their experience, what it felt like in the stadium um, with that reduced capacity and what the kind of protocols are and everything really. Um, I'd love to have you on. So I will see you all in a couple of days Um, and then we will be back again for the, the Arsenal coverage on Sunday, right after the game, we'll be on Twitch uh, live. Um, Again, would love fans to come on to talk about how they feel the end of the season went. Um, And then the following week, we'll be doing a season post-mortem. So we'll be doing player of the year, young player of the year, honorable mentions, best signings, best goals, best games, uh, you know, all of the stuff, some stats, uh, you know, stats of the season, including, you know, goals, man of the match awards, all of them. Um, we'll be talking transfers. We'll be taking a look at the squad um, and and what I consider, you know, untouchables, uh, the kind of players that we're probably going to be selling, the expendables, um, and then what we need to be looking at, um, other than the obvious of a striker. Uh, but we'll be going, getting out some big names there as well uh, to take a look at who we want to bring in. And then after that, uh, it's going to be all uh, all kind of hands on deck for the Euros. Um, you know, we'll see what happens. If any of the Albion players make a trip, uh, we'll be we'll be doing some podcasts in the summer. If not, then uh, it will probably just be whenever we make any big sign-ins, if we make any, or any big outgoings, if we have any go-out. So have a wonderful rest of your weekend. Uh, we will be back in a couple of days um, in the middle of the week, and then we will be back again next weekend. So have a good one. Be safe and I will speak to you all soon.